Proverbs chapter 22, verse 29 says, Do you see a man skillful in his work? He will stand before kings. He will not stand before obscure men. Fellow Marketplace Christians, stop apologizing and start winning. Welcome to the Success Edge, the show that helps you take your walk as a Marketplace Christian to the next level. Here's your host, Christian entrepreneur, Tyler McCart. What's going on, Success Edge listeners? Tyler McCart coming at you. Man, episode 34, baby. That's what it's all about. We're moving forward. Woo! Excited about this, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Um, guys, if this is your first time uh, tuning into the Success Edge, welcome. You know, this show is all about taking your marketplace Christianity to the next level. And we've got an awesome interview here that I want you guys to listen to. I think you're going to get a lot from. You know, it's going to be really deep and rich. Uh, Mr. Steve Harstead uh, is actually the one I interview, and he's been a great friend of mine for many, many years. And I am jacked that you actually are going to be able to listen to Steve. Now, here's the deal. The aha moment that he talks about in the episode is about you know halfway through it. Man, it is so real, so rich um, that this is almost kind of the embodiment of the success edge. And I'm going to give you the quick little, uh, quick little highlight of it. And he's going to go into more detail inside there. But God, this is what Steve says, God actually wanted him to succeed. The aha moment was that God actually wants Steve to succeed. He didn't believe that. He didn't know that. But, man, he goes into detail of what he happened there. And probably a lot of you guys out there might be kind of struggling with this, might be kind of questioning, you know, does God really want me to succeed? Well, Steve answers that. So I hope you guys enjoy it, and we'll catch you guys on the other side. What's going on, Success Edge listeners? Tyler McCart. I am excited about this interview that I get to do with one of my good friends, uh, Mr. Steve Harstead. And uh, I want to give you kind of a quick background to him so that you guys kind of know, what he, uh, know where his background, know where he's coming from. So uh, Steve is an engineer. Uh, he's also a businessman. He's also getting ready to get his MBA. That's not NBA, but MBA. Uh, he has, he has, he's a husband to a successful and motivated wife, father of three wonderful and beautiful girls, uh, a developing general contractor. Interesting story to behind that. Uh, and I think this is so funny and a wish I had more time to play volleyball player. Okay. <laughs> That's funny. That's good stuff. Um, his current employment right now is he is the global customer support manager uh, for a uh, business unit of Emerson. Steve, welcome to the Success Edge Show, buddy. How are you today, man? Thank you, Tyler. I'm I'm fantastic. I'm uh, I'm glad and honored to be on the show here with you. Absolutely, dude. Absolutely. Well, we're excited to have you. But uh, Steve, tell us a little bit about yourself. I know I kind of read you a little bit of. Uh, your bio and everything, but uh, kind of tell us a little bit about Steve Harstead. Sure, sure. You know, I'm a Minnesota boy. Grew up in Minnesota. I still live there today. And uh, when we're experiencing our nine months of winter, I wonder why <laughs> I'm not living somewhere warmer. <laughs> but that's where I'm at. <laughs> like the sun only comes out like three whole months or three whole days, almost really. You know. <laughs> Yeah, so I grew up here in Minnesota, uh, the youngest of three kids. 
you know, I was always like the good kid growing up. Mm. I, I, um, so I, I had a lot, had a lot of trust from my parents, fairly active in sports through high school. Uh, you know, I was the, I was, you know, sort of a semi-popular kid in high school, but, but lived the good life, sort of the straight, you know, straight and narrow. Yeah. Um, you know, I always had like friends trying to get me to like cuss and stuff. And it was, uh, <laughs> you were, <laughs> I you wouldn't, were... it, it made them so mad. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, Steve. Uh, you know, graduated high school, uh, got a mechanical engineering degree, um, like you mentioned, really close here to finishing my MBA, and uh, working here in the Minneapolis metro area. Nice, man. Nice. Well, you know, Steve, uh, obviously on the Success Ed show, um, you know, we're all about taking people's uh, Christian walk to the next level in the marketplace. and. Always, always, one of the first things we ask uh, on the show is, how'd you get saved, man? How'd you get uh, Jesus in your heart? So tell the listeners how you did that, buddy. Yeah, sure. Okay, so, uh, you know, I was born in a Christian home. Uh, grew up going to church every Sunday <clears throat> and going to Sunday school. Yep. When I was in fourth grade, and so my sisters are older. They would have been in um, high school at the time. We moved from this small Lutheran church that we were at to a uh, to a bigger church, um, this Christian church, and and started going to the Sunday school class there. And and actually, that was it was in the fourth grade that I first dedicated my life to to Jesus. Something that my Sunday school teacher said um, one of those Sunday mornings hmm. impacted me. And I remember going home, going in my bedroom getting down on my knees and and asking God into my heart. Nice. Um, so you're about nine you know, years I, old? Was that about nine? Yeah, yeah I, I guess, right about nine years old. So, you know, as a nine-year-old, I, I wasn't, um, like, preaching the word to anybody at that point. Um, <laughs> and I, I would say probably you weren't beating people in the head with a Bible, <laughs> yes, Steve, you know? <laughs> no. You know, I, I would say that my life um, – you know, the way I lived my life as a nine-year-old probably didn't change any after that after that moment in time. But uh, later on, when actually when I was in ninth grade, is when when it really became real. I was uh, through my church. We were doing confirmation seventh, eighth, and ninth grade, and, and we were on a um, one of our uh, church retreats through that program. And and after uh, one gentleman gave a testimony uh, during that weekend retreat and gave an altar call, and that's when. Um, you know, I responded and I guess you could say rededicated at that point, my life to Christ. And that's when it really became real to me. It really became a, a walk and a decision to start, um, learning, you know, investing in myself, um, reading the Bible, you know, figuring out who God is, figuring out who I am in God and, and uh, starting to live that part of my life. Yeah, it really, I mean, it's a lot. I hear it so many times, Steve. You know, people probably, you know, they get saved because they, how to say, it, they want that fire insurance or you know, they, mm-hmm. they they want that ticket to heaven, but they forget the whole entire part of you know making Jesus not just your savior but also your Lord of your yeah. life. And that's kind of what I hear you saying right there, that uh, yeah. you made him the Lord of your life, where he actually became the boss. You know, absolutely. So, yeah, so I got the fire insurance in fourth grade. 
<laughs> you were good to go. You punched your ticket, man. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Well, you know, Steve, one of the things we like to talk about is obviously the Bible too. And, you know, what, Steve, tell us, tell the listeners, you know, success as listeners, your favorite Bible verse and, you know, how you apply it to your life. Yeah. So, um, you know, I've heard you ask other people this question and uh, almost always they say, well, there's so many, right? But, um, you know, one of uh, my favorite verses right now comes out of John uh, chapter 15, um, verses 15 and 16. I no longer call you servants because a servant does not know his master's business. Mm. Instead, I have called you friends. For everything that I learned from my father, I have made known to you. You did not choose me. But I chose you and appointed you to go and bear fruit, fruit that will last. Hmm. You know, and there's, a, there's another verse, um, I'm not going to read it now, in, in First Peter, um, that speaks to that being chosen also, by the, yeah. according to the knowledge of God. And just that whole idea uh, that, you know, this, this isn't just a random life. Right. You know, this isn't, we're not just kind of bumping around uh, with bumper cars here. You know, God has a reason and purpose for why we are here. Um, you know, sometimes people struggle with what that is. And I think a lot of times we just need to um, just forget about it and recognize that where we are is where God wants us to be and, uh, and walk in that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Go and go and go succeed and go uh, achieve in that place where we are. Yeah, absolutely. I really like, um, you know, that he's called us friends and, you know, that we're actually to go and bear fruit. Um, mm-hmm. I really like that part of that verse. That's good stuff. That's good stuff. You said you had a second verse that you wanted to share. You're going to hold off on that on us? Well, it's, yeah, it's in First Peter. It just also speaks to, um, it's actually the opening verses of First Peter 1. Mm. Uh, and and uh, <clears throat> Peter is, is addressing, you know, telling who he's addressing this letter to. Uh, to God's elect, strangers in the world, uh, throughout all these regions. Right. Uh, and then it says, those of you who have been chosen according to the foreknowledge of God the Father. Um, and it just, again, it's that emphasis of, you know, that that we're here for a reason. You know, mm. that, that God has a purpose for us. Amen. He chose us for this work. Amen to that. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah, I really like, um, you know, that whole entire aspect that even in that verse it says that uh, through the sanctification or sanctifying work of the spirit in you, you know, even, you know, you're chosen, but God's even going to sanctify you as well through a spirit. That's good stuff right there in that verse. Absolutely. Hmm, that's good. Well, Steve, you know, because we're on the success edge, you know, success comes, you know, is, has many, many definitions out there in the world. Um, you know, from your perspective as a Christian, you know, and you in Steve, I mean, let's face it. I mean, you're, you're obviously have in, in the marketplace, you know, because we want, you know, the, the listeners here on the success edge to take their walk, uh, to the next level as a professional or as an entrepreneur or as a business owner, or even just as a mom or a dad, whatever it is. And, you know, you're obviously have, you know, reach some sort of success, you know, in the marketplace where you have influence. And I mean, heck, you're the global customer support manager for a, you know, uh, worldwide company, basically. 
And mm-hmm. but tell these guys what success is to you as a Christian. You know, success to success to me goes back to uh, this verse uh, here that we were talking about at John and and being chosen, right? And and to me, that's really about. Um, yeah, I kind of say living as you've been called to live. And I, I'm not necessarily speaking of or thinking of a particular vocation, you know, being an engineer, being a doctor, being a salesman, being whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's To me, it's really more about how you are living and doing whatever you're doing. You know, are, are we portraying Christ to the people that we are coming in contact with? Do we, you know, what in it? Hey, is that in the marketplace or is that in our personal life, right? I mean, as guys, you know, do we love our wives, right? Like, yeah, like the Bible tells us to love them. Are we teaching and admonishing our kids? Do we have positive influence in our workplace? Are we, <clears throat> are we one of those people in our workplace that that people gravitate to because we're a source of encouragement? Um, you know, we're they know that 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 we're a stable source of, of, um, you know, uh, being positive or, um, or just having sound advice, mm. you know, and just personally, are we striving to learn more about how God wants us to live? I think those, to me, those are the things that, yeah. that define success as a Christian. You know, I, I like what you're saying right there because it just bring you, you, the thought this, that hits me as you're just talking about it is, you know, being the salt, you know, and I know salt has different, you know, connotations in the word, but, you know, if, if you're being salt, you know, salt, you know, for somebody, you're making them thirst for something. Right. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's, you know, that's what you're trying to, you know, that's, that's exactly what you're saying is, is that, you know, by us attracting people to us by us living out from us you know who jesus is and what he's done for us and how that we can have victory you know over things uh that's how we attract people to us is that kind of what i'm hearing you say steve absolutely yeah yeah that's really good that's a good analogy of the salt yeah uh, yeah so you know it's i like the way you say that too because i've always heard of uh the salt of the earth as a as a as a seasoning right as a way right. to preserve things as a way to make them more flavorful. Yep. Um, but I, I love your point about salty things make us thirsty, thirsty for more, right? Absolutely. Yeah. It's That's good. good. Yep. <clears throat> so Steve, you know, with, you know, success, just like with success. All right. I heard actually, um, here a little while back, actually the success, uh, is always partnered with failure. Okay, because, you know, actually, uh, what I heard a very successful gentleman say this one time is that if, you know, you have no concept of success unless you've actually failed. Okay, so you have no reference of it. And, you know, Steve, take us to a time, you know, in, you know, when you're in the marketplace and, you know, you're doing business or you're, you know, doing your job or whatever that you actually, you failed. I mean, that you fell flat on your face and, and talk about how God picked you back up and how he brushed you back off. If you don't mind. Yeah. Yeah, sure. 
not a fun thing to talk about Avilius, right? But, <laughs> um, but yeah, certainly uh, something we can learn from. You know, for me, um, when I was thinking about this, it was it's really more of a failure for me personally, sort of introspectively. Not it wasn't necessarily something that was very uh, outward and that people would recognize necessarily. But when, when I was <clears throat> a new engineer, I'll say younger. Um, maybe more idealistic in my twenties. <laughs> um, <laughs> Not to say you're you old know. now, Steve. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just a slightly younger version of myself. Right. <laughs> um, you know, I, I was just, I was much more judgmental mm. about, um, about people's faith and comparing it to my faith. And, you know, uh, and if they didn't think the way I thought or didn't speak the way I spoke, I, I kind of look down on them, quite honestly. Yeah. Um, you know, for example, I, I and I, I haven't talked to these people, so I, I can only imagine how much this irritated them. But, um, I, you know, I didn't cuss when I was in college when I got into the workforce. But I, but I graduated. I started working with people, and lo and behold, you find out that that professionals out of the marketplace uh, use some words they probably shouldn't. <laughs> and um i've heard a couple yeah and i was in the habit of correcting them whenever they said that mm. you know they say you know oh this and i say shoot i'd like replace the word for them. <laughs> <laughs> like over and over right and i'd be with these people like all on a recurring basis and um and correcting them or or just you know leaving uh, a little memory verse note you know, on their desk that that spoke to something about taming their tongue or something. And, um, you know, which I guess the intention would be good, but I, I, I can only imagine how many relationships I've just really strained. Yeah. Um, by doing that. And almost like throwing Jesus down the throat, you know, it's <laughs> right. like, Hey, get your tongue tame, buddy. <laughs> um, it just, yeah, anyway, it was, um, it, it, what has really helped me learn is by um, being a little more, um, taking a step back, mm. listening to the Holy Spirit a little bit more. Yeah. Um, it's really helped me learn to um, take a hold of, of the grace that God has given me mm. and extend that to others yep. and realize that I don't have to try to, fix that person <laughs> you know god could do that i just i need to be graceful with them and you know if they say something that that i don't like hearing um you know cuss word or whatever it's okay it doesn't matter yeah. um i don't have to get all bent out of shape about it yeah but that doesn't mean i need to say it right yeah no absolutely i mean yeah. it's uh you're talking he kind of said right there that you know, um, it's almost like I just, I, I see in Proverbs, it says, be slow to speak or slow to actually answer, you know, and give thought to actually what you're saying, you know, mm -hmm. because I agree with you that, you know, <clears throat> it says in the Bible that, you know, if you judge somebody, you're going to be judged yourself and you're actually right. raising up that standard you know, for your, for yourself, you know? So not only are you 
you know, setting a setting a standard for for them, but you're setting a standard for yourself. And anyway, it never works out for either one of the parties. Really, mainly <laughs> you. You're on the short end of the stick on that. So, yeah, yeah for sure, that's a good lesson. So, with <clears throat> obviously on the other side of all this, Steve, there's you know success that you know people have these aha moments and in their walk <clears throat> with the Lord that really start to allow them to actually start succeeding in the marketplace, you know, as a Christian, what, you know, you know, share with, share with the success edge community, you know, that aha moment for you. And what was it? Yeah, sure. You know, for me, um, that moment uh, came a number of years ago, but it was the idea that lo and behold, God actually wanted me to be successful. Hmm. He actually wanted me to succeed, right? right? Yeah. You know, growing up at church and bless my my family and bless my church, and it's all great, but there was always this sort of underlying kind of implied message that, you know, God wants us to be nice and good and help other people. Um, you know, speak nice things and pray and do all, you know, do all the right things. Um, but it was always implied that, you know, there's a certain level of, you know, quote unquote success or like wealth that, that was bad. Right. Yeah. And I, I think the, the most interesting part about that was it all in, in sort of retrospect and hindsight, it always, it was all very relativistic. You know, it was all, it was all based on the level that you were at somebody at a higher level was bad. Mm, yeah. Right. Yeah. Like they so had, like, they had more than they needed. Yeah. Like, well, what is it like if, if you're making, you know, 50,000, but the guy that's making 75,000, he's making too much money, you know, he's too bad. much. <laughs> yeah. Until you start making 75. Right. And then, <laughs> and then the guy making a hundred, that's just too much. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But, you know, it just, and again, back to John 15, you know, being chosen and that, um, you know, God does not call us a servant. He calls us a friend because uh, he shares with us, you know, what he knows yeah. and um, <clears throat> and that he's there to empower us. Yeah. And, and he does want us to succeed. Uh, one, because that's, that's, he's designed us for work and for achievement, right? To go to the next level. He's designed us for that. Mm-hmm. And it also helps us be, again, back to the salt, right? It helps us be the salt of the earth and be that source of attraction. I mean, who who wants to go hang out with a poor guy in the street corner? <laughs> right. Right? Right. Yeah, not that's many true. People. I mean, not many people. Or, or, or so. you know what? You could even boil it down to even being average. <clears throat> I don't think that you're going to go watch a movie this average. You're not going to go to a restaurant this average. Absolutely. You Absolutely. Know? People don't pay for average. People never pay. For, you, there's nobody that's going to pay for average. You that's know, right. that's why, you know, I totally agree with you that, hey, God wants you to succeed. And so you need to be yeah. living an excellent life that's going to, again, going back to what you're saying about the definition of, you know, Christianity of attracting people to you, you know. That's right. So, Steve. You know, it also, yeah. Go I was going to say, it also helped me to change the way I think and start to expect good things to happen. Mm, yeah. And, and have that more sort of positive outlook that, 
if God wants me to succeed, that means not to say that bad things are never going to happen, right? But right. Uh, that I can go through life expecting, you know, God to be <laughs> to be there helping me, you know, helping open doors, helping me walk through doors, uh, giving me the insider knowledge that I need to walk through the right doors. Amen. Yeah, that's good. So, well, Steve, do this for me. Tell, give me a real world, you know, example in your life where you're applying this, where that you're taking, you know, your walk to the next level in the marketplace and how you're applying this. Sure. You know, um, I'm you know, basically, um, what, what I've been trying to do more recently, I, I'll, I'll be free to admit that over the last few years, uh, especially since, you know, we started having kids and, and uh, I went back to school. My wife went back to school, and life started getting busy. And um, that it quite often it it um, it feels like I'm I'm not spending enough time, not working on growing, uh, not doing what I you know should be doing as a Christian. You know, spending sure. time reading the word or whatever. Yeah, there's probably uh, a lot of people feel but, that way, Steve. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure, yeah. You know, but what I do try to do is um, make use of the time that I can mm-hmm. and uh, and do things like, um, you know, associate with some of the Christian brothers that I have here uh, in Minnesota and um, and build each other up and, and uh, uh, you know, listen to, um, listen to God's Word, listen to podcasts, listen to... Uh, you know, sermons when I can. There's a great church out in California, Bethel Church. It's got some great, great teaching on on uh, podcasts. <clears throat> and then, you know, as best I can, you know, apply that stuff, right? And and take all these kind of concepts too, and just apply them in my workplace. I, I, on a regular basis, and I supervise a group of people as well at at uh, my work. Um, and on a regular basis, I'm taking a step back and just sort of, you know, figuratively looking up to heaven and saying, you know, Lord, am I doing the right thing here? Am I, am I doing the thing that is uplifting to you and is furthering your kingdom? Mm. Am I using the words? Am I portraying uh, the attitude? Am I dealing with this maybe challenging issue within my team? in a way that is uplifting to them and uplifting to you. That's a great question, uh-huh. Steve, to be able to just even ask yourself and, you know, have that kind of conversation with the Lord, you know, to kind of check yourself. Mm-hmm. That's good. Kind of wrapping, um, winding down a little bit, Steve, um, you know, give a short plug for your, uh, for your profession and your business. If you don't mind. Yeah, sure. Okay. So, uh, I guess here's what, here's what I would say. I'm, uh, an engineer, I guess, by education, and and uh, if this was sort of a uh, a bit of a plug or a promotion for um, you know engineering, it's you know a quote unquote noble profession. I feel very noble as an engineer, right? It's funny. <laughs> it's funny the um, no. So uh, I, have, the I have a little bit of nobility. <laughs> <laughs> the misconceptions out there. Because I mean, granted, to get an engineering degree, you got to know a lot of math and stuff, but. Um, there's been so many times where I've met people and like, yeah, I'm an engineer and it's all of a sudden my status goes up in their eyes because I think I'm like some super whiz. 
which I'm not. Um, you know, I'm just a regular guy. But uh, anyway, here's my recommendation to anybody aspiring to be an engineer out there is to uh, go get yourself a business degree to go along with that because um, one of the things you'll find out as an engineer is you don't learn a thing about business. Hmm. Yeah. And so if you want to go succeed in business um, as an engineer, you need to go pursue that knowledge uh, outside of that degree. Yeah. Um, so anyway, it's uh, it's it's good, you know. And, and now I'm in a, a customer support role at, at an engineering company, and that's kind of where the tie-in is. But uh, really, the the sort of success and direction that I have today is um, really more about people, work with people, relationships, you know, management, and it's much less about um, you know engineering and what I went to school for. Yeah. Cool. Steve, is there a, is there an internet resource right now that you know you just can't get enough of, like an Evernote or a Twitter app uh, that you're utilizing, you know, to help you uh, in the marketplace? Yeah, you know, um, I've got a Twitter account, I got a Facebook account. I pretty rarely use them these days, but uh, as of late, my website of choice uh, really has become LinkedIn. Hmm. Um, you know, and I think any any uh, Internet resource like that is is really what you make of it, uh, sort of what you put into it, uh, get out of it. But I found, especially recently, that it's become a fairly rich resource for information. Uh, articles, you know, people in your network sharing articles that they come across. Um, you know, that, that LinkedIn seems to have a pretty good algorithm for figuring out what kind of articles you might be interested in. I yeah. think based on your experience and background yeah um and yeah, pretty much on a daily basis i'm checking out uh you know some blog post or some you know article that's referenced there and um majority of the time it's it's information that is helpful and useful to my current career hmm. so. nice nice steve you got uh, outside of the bible obviously being the probably your top book that you'd have but has there been a book that you'd recommend or that you've read recently that, you know, has impacted your life? Absolutely. Can I share two books? Yeah, Steve, this is all about you, buddy. It's all <laughs> about Steve Harstead, okay? Okay, so outside of the Bible, there's uh, two books that pretty instantly come to mind um, that have impacted my life. One was a number of years ago, actually when I was in high school, I read it for the first time called This Present Darkness. Mm, yep. By a guy named Frank Peretti. It's a fiction book um, that really talks about spiritual warfare. It's about a small town, you know, pastor and, and city and whatever. It's a fiction novel, but tremendous book. And it really opened my eyes to the spiritual battle that's going on around us. And help me help it helped empower me to recognize that and to pray uh, and you know enlist the power of the Holy Spirit in my life, I guess right um, and that was pretty powerful. Um, more recently, so still a number of years ago though, um, a book called Wild at Heart mm. by a guy named John Eldridge. and I think you've read that book as well. it's um, I have. Powerful. Tremendous book. I've, yeah, I read it more than once. But it, <clears throat> at the time, I was I was uh, 
in retrospect, after reading that book, I found that I was letting my life live me. Mm. And that book, you know, Wild at Heart, and he's in Eldritch in that book is really talking about a man's heart and how God designed us and why he designed us that way and, and what it's all about. Um, really powerful. It just it helped break me out of that path and that mold um, and helped me be more proactive about and purposeful yeah. about what I was doing with my life. Hmm. I like it. Yeah, I know that um, I read both of those books and uh, Wild at Heart, probably out of the two, is one of those that really, I mean, that's one of those that you go back to on, you know, a frequent basis. You really Absolutely. do. Mm -hmm. So Success Edge listeners, you can go and find, you know, all these resources, uh, the links for these books and uh you know the link uh, for linkedin basically at uh the success edge biz uh and find those links there in the show notes um so well steve this has been great um you know if you could um kind of bundle this up in a, a nice little package uh with a nice bow on it uh and send us off and uh also tell us how we can find you buddy okay so I'm on LinkedIn, Steve Harstad. My last name is with two A's, H-A-A-R-S-T-A-D, if you want to find me there. Uh, but, you know, I, I think what it really boils down to, uh, again, back to John 15, is you were chosen. You were chosen to do what you are doing. Hmm. Accept that and go do it. Yep. That's good. I like it. Short and sweet. Like it. I mean, it really, I mean, it does, you know, again, you've been chosen and called. I mean, I, I go back to always what I, you know, there's fellowship, there's an assignment and there's provision. And that's what God gave us in, in the, in the garden, you know, and that assignment is, is that God chose you for that specific thing that you were supposed to solve, you know, here mm -hmm. in this world. And, uh, he's done that and I love it. I love it. And, you know, because you're chosen, you know, you're special. So that's awesome, Steve. Absolutely. I really, really appreciate it. Steve, thank you so much, buddy. Uh, I know the Success Edge listeners and the community here, Success Edge, definitely really appreciates you uh, sharing and, uh, you know, telling a little bit about your story and telling about Steve Harstead. And uh, we really appreciate it, buddy. Really do. It's my pleasure, Tyler. I appreciate the invitation. Cool, man. Well, we will catch you on the flip side, Mr. Harstead. Thank you very much. Good stuff, man. That was good stuff, Steve. Thank you so much again for sharing, Steve, and being on the Success Edge uh, show. Golly, man. What, a, what an impact, guys. What a great interview that it was. I know it was in deep. It was in depth. Steve did a great job of communicating all the different aspects that I wanted him to uh, communicate to you guys. So, <clears throat> SEC, baby. Success as community. Here we go. Here's what I needed you to do. I need you guys to have one call to action with this right here. And that is this right here. The biggest thing that I took away from Steve's interview was this that God wants you to be successful. Why is that? <clears throat> Any, I want Tyler Jr., I want Trinity, I want Timothy, my three children today, 
I want them to be as successful and prosperous and increase as much as possible. God himself wants the same thing for us. Why wouldn't he? Hello? (laughs) Come on, guys. Think about it. He wants you to increase. He wants you to be promoted. You know, he's designed us to work for his glory, to achieve things for his glory. Let's stop apologizing and start winning. Stop just thinking Christianity is all about just being, you know, Mr. Nice Guy or Mrs. Nice Girl or Miss Goody Goody Two Shoes. Heck, stinking no. Let's get let's get some action behind it, guys. Let's start kicking butt and taking names. Okay? AKA, let's kick Satan's butt and take names. All right? And stop settling for average. Nobody pays for average. So if you're in the world, if you're in the marketplace and you're just doing things ho-hum, I want to challenge you today to up your game. Get above average. Get above average. Okay? That's the whole reason that the success has gone to the no level because, you know, we have decided to go move forward, stop just being an average show and actually start having people on here that are actually real, that are actually, and we've always had people that are on here real. What am I saying? But we want people that are going to the next level to help you go to the next level. All right. So <clears throat> want to go a couple quick things with you guys. One is, is obviously you can find me on Twitter. That's Tyler H. McCart. That's basically where I post any kind of updates with the Success Ed show on that Twitter handle. Also, I've got a brand new Facebook fan page that you can go and find. It's under the Success Edge. Just type in the Success Edge. should pull up. Or you can find me on uh, Facebook as well, uh, Tyler McCart. Uh, You can find me there. The other thing is, is obviously I've got a YouTube channel uh, that's out there as well, guys. It's called Tyler H. McCart that you can find me there. Um, now, here's the thing. that At the time this is actually going uh, out into the marketplace, this actual episode, <clears throat> we are almost, I mean, I've, I, we, they're in the final stages. I mean, I'm talking final, final, final stages of the successedge.biz. I apologize that it wasn't ready, but <clears throat> we, we're getting it ready, all right? I promise you that it will be ready. So when this is uh, cut and released, it should be open, hopefully, Keep our fingers crossed. Please, Lord, let it happen. <laughs> but that's the deal, okay? So Success as Community, we love you guys. We appreciate you guys so much. Thank you again. Uh, if you this is your first time actually listening to us, please stick around. It's only going to get better. So, gang, we will catch you on the flip side. If you feel inspired to take your God-given skills to the next level, download our free report called The Five Tools That Every Marketplace Christian Needs to Crush It in Their Career. God loves when we use the abilities He's blessed us with to do amazing work in the marketplace. So download your report by visiting the successedge.biz slash tools right now. And we'll see you on the next episode of The Success Edge.